Hello, everybody, and welcome back to another episode of On Point Fantasy. I'm your host, Ryan Serino. I am Fantasy Frank. And today, we are going to be starting off with our poll that was put up, I believe, as of right now when this podcast is going on. It was yesterday. And the uh, poll had some, like, mixed comments on maybe some clarity issues. Um, Definitely needs to be some clarity. Yeah, so I'm going to explain it after I ask the question. So... It was, uh, I asked Frank in the last podcast when talking about how early Mahomes should go, would he take Pat Mahomes in the third round, or would he take an Amari Cooper in the third round and then wait on a quarterback for someone like Baker in the sixth? So a lot of people were kind of looking at this like it's a trade or looking at it like you got to make it even two and two. It's not what it was. What I was really going for was, who and and where do we decide where quarterbacks should start going? And obviously, value-based question. Yeah, it's a value-based question. So, is the value of the number one quarterback, as we all, most of us believe, ninety percent of the of the community believe, Patrick Mahomes is the number one overall quarterback? Should he go as early as the third round, which is kind of where he's going? Right, we'll say third. His round. ADP is thirty-nine. Yeah, so he's going in the third round. Or do most people like us value someone like Amari Cooper, a wide receiver, more valuable than a Pat Mahomes when you can get someone like a Baker in the six, which doesn't, in my opinion, this year will not have as nearly as much drop-off as last year. So, I mean, uh, 73% of people, we had 150 votes, 73% said Amari and Baker, so they would wait on a quarterback, I'm assuming. Rather than taking the best available quarterback in the third round. So, I mean, that's really what it was. It wasn't anything like trading. It wasn't anything like that. It was just, where do most of the people value quarterbacks? Because in today's day and age when it's at-home leagues and, you know, for fun leagues and maybe people that aren't totally 100% dedicated to fantasy football, quarterbacks tend to go early. And we believe that quarterbacks should be going a little bit later. Yeah, I mean, the growing sense this year from what I've seen in mock drafts and what I've watched is that there's certain quarterbacks like Ben Roethlisberger, you know, Trubisky, Kirk Cousins, Derek Carr. There's valuable guys late, and some are even going undrafted. I think I've done a mock dra- a few mock drafts where Big Ben and Tom Brady aren't even being drafted. And I know Brady's on my do-not-touch list, but... Still, Big Ben, what, led the NFL in passing yards last year to Reno? Yeah, 5,100 and, like, one passing. He had literally, like, 10 more passing yards, I think, or 110 more passing yards than Mahomes. Yeah. Something like that. So, how that guy is leading the NFL in passing yards and is now going undrafted a year after is kind of mind-boggling. I get that Antonio Brown's gone, but still, regardless, the guy's proven that he can put up fantasy points. It's just there's so much value late. There's too many question marks there. I think they're going to be a run, a, a more run oriented team. You know, they're usually dropping back, throwing. Six yeah, I get, I get year, it. But, but it's still like, like you can get Drew Brees in the twelfth round this year. Like, the value is just more in the later round. Yeah, you can get Matt Ryan in an eighth. Like, if you're in, it depends on your league. Depends on your if league. your league constantly every year is drafting a quarterback in the top two rounds. You might have to wait for somebody like Drew Brees might go in the ninth round. Yeah. I agree. Because the agree. quarterbacks are gone. There's only certain situations I could see myself taking Pat Mahomes, and it's if I have a top four pick 
and I get one of the big four running backs because we also feel that Zeke will play this year. And I'm play game one. Yeah. Um, yeah, if I can get one of those top four guys and then come back with get like a pretty solid RB two like a Marlon Mack or like a Dalvin Cook because he's also fallen in some drafts for some reason. Joe Mixon's fallen to the yes. into late second round. Yes, he is for some recently. reason. Don't know why, but if I were to have a setup at running back with those two, I would one hundred percent consider Mahomes as an early third. But if I can't assure myself one of the top four, then I can't assure myself Pat Mahomes early in the third. That's where I would pass and look to bolster the roster a little more in the third with value. So Reno about these results. For the poll. Uh, 73% said oh. uh, that they would take Mamari in the third and then wait on a, on a quarterback. By the way, congrats on our first ever over 100 poll voters. Oh, yeah. We got yeah. 150. That was a big one. Thank you to one. everybody that retweeted it. We appreciate that. Appreciate we want to get our love. stuff out there so people can see us. And, you know, we like to argue. We like to debate. You know, we're uncensored. Drop an F-bomb here. Yeah, we, we literally just don't give a fuck what people say. And we love debating. We like to hear what people say, but hey, that's the best part about debating. You get to argue. <laughs> so do our rider dies. Uh, we put up a tweet August 12th, uh, posting a comment to you guys, who the guys you've been getting in every draft, uh, your fantasy rider die. For me, I've been looking at Chris Carson. I feel like he's a steal in the fourth or the fifth round. Uh, came out, I think it was today or yesterday, Pete Carroll envisions Carson getting 50 catches this year, which would be a massive upgrade for him. And, you know, we saw him. He ran for, what, 1,000 yards last year? Yeah, he ran for over 1,000. Yeah, and he was banged up for the beginning part of the year. Well, they led the league in rushing. Yeah, so. which they usually do time in and time out. So, for me, that's why I look at Chris Carson. Reno's got the biggest boner for <laughs> Kyler Murray. Because, let me tell you, like, I'm getting him. I know his average ADP is up near the 8th. I think it's the 8th or ninth. 7th yeah. or 8th. He or should ninth. go drafted. I'll be honest with you. He, he should go drafted. He's going to go drafted. Especially people that like to roster a second bench quarterback. He's going to be my first quarterback. Yeah, well, whatever. And like I said, I'm you guys. getting him a lot in the 10th round, the 11th round. Listen, when a guy has the dual threat ability of Kyler Murray, and we're going to talk about him a little bit later in this episode, a little bit deeper. Yeah. But Kyler Murray has the potential to and I'm and in all seriousness it, it, it's it's a long shot for what I'm about to say but there's potential there he could lead the league in passing and rushing in terms of quarterbacks, quarterbacks. 100% and the same in passing touchdowns and we're going to talk about this it's not a stretch like college is a lot different than the NFL but when you talk about regression because there always will be when we'll talk about it regression doesn't always happen in the most drastic forms. I agree with that. I, I can agree with that. And, and, and if he just regresses 10% to 20% of what he did in college, it's going to be unbelievable. Yeah, it, I mean, for me, how I look at, you know, your absurdly big erection when it comes to Kyler Murray, um, I do feel Kyler could be an extremely good football player, fantasy producer. I just... Don't think it would be this year. I definitely think it could be next year, especially with a year under his belt, another year in the system. Well, we'll talk more about. Give the Cardinals another off season to bring some guys in to help them. Maybe they sign an AJ Green. You know, there's a guy. There's another wide receiver you put to fill it, fill the shoes. They of Larry need to Fitzgerald. build up front. 
That's what yeah, they need. The offensive line has been atrocious. They got weapons, okay? I think they just need to build up front. As of right now, the next couple draft classes, build up front, spend a first-round pick, maybe come back into the first-round pick, grab linemen. First-round linemen, a lot of people don't like it because they make the sexy pick. As you've seen with the Cowboys. The Cowboys built a dynasty Ar- of Arguably one line. of the greatest offensive lines ever assembled. Right next to the, what, the 90s. Dallas Cowboys yes. with Larry Allen and yeah. like yeah so um but yeah so Frank introduce this new segment that we're going to be doing every So week. I was uh in conversation with my cousin yesterday Mike DiLomberto uh shout out to my guy he's been uh a very you know good fantasy player he's the one that actually got me into our uh family league I believe he's been in the fantasy championship what was it I think Six straight years or five of the six years, the last five, whatever it was. He's a three-time champ in our league. So he hit me up. He was saying, look, Frank, I think you guys should do another segment because he's an avid listener, an avid uh, interactive person on our uh, Twitter. He said, how about we do another segment called Prove Me Wrong or something along those lines. Convince me why I'm wrong. So for me, I was going back and forth with him, and he raised some good questions that me and Reno, you want to factor in to this podcast and – um yeah, I think it's a good stuff. I mean, it gives us another reason to scream and shout at each other, so why not? It's pretty, pretty Well, can I start, though? Yeah, yeah, start your Kyler Murray bullshit. All right, Frank. Better be ready for this one, because I got a whole motherfucking notepad worth of fucking shit. You literally just wrote it down seven <laughs> minutes ago. Prove me wrong or convince me why Kyler Murray does not finish this year as a top five fantasy football quarterback. Well, for starters, we're going to go back to what I just said. Okay. Um, look, he's a Big Ten guy. Um, there's some slapdick teams in the Big Ten. Ten, let's be honest. Look, not going to argue the kid put up an historic year. Some stupid-ass numbers. Gaudy. Gaudy would be an understatement, to be <laughs> honest with you. Um, it's just for me, we talked about this a few podcasts ago, and we said, and you agreed with me, I said that, you know, Russell Wilson – Hasn't ran as much as he had in the past. And we couldn't really decide whether it was strictly off the weapons around him or what the case was. But in talks with Mike, he brought up a very valid point to me. He said, Frank, he's not running anymore due to the fact that the defenses he's playing have gone with a more fast approach. And I was like, what do you mean, Mike? He goes, well, for starters, the the, the highlight defensive players in the uh, NFC West, we got Aaron Donald, who's a two-time defensive player of the year. He's arguably the fastest defensive lineman in our generation. Uh, okay. Yeah, I was about to say, John Randall was pretty fucking fast. Yeah, well, this guy's pretty fucking fast, too. <laughs> 49ers just got D4 from the Chiefs. Had a really good year last year. Big things are coming out of that. They have uh, DeForest Buckner, who is literally as tall as a forest. Uh, they just got Nick Bosa. Who's hurt. Yeah, that's not the point. Okay, well, that's probably on a side of caution. I'm just saying. Uh, Bobby Wagner is up up there with one of the best middle linebackers in our generation. Completed defense. Not not the point. They're gonna QB spot. Okay, okay. let me fucking try and prove your own. They signed Frank Clark. No, they traded him to the Chiefs. That's what I thought. You just asked if they signed him. But I'm saying they don't have him anymore either. Okay. Anyway. But okay. With those defense, those are fast players. And for me, I feel like those guys can 
Give Kyler some fits. I, look, there's no doubt that Kyler's going to be the fastest quarterback on the field whenever he's on the field. I'm not going to argue that. Maybe be the fastest player on the field. Yeah, probably. Just, let's <laughs> be honest. I'm not going to argue that. My thing is that these defenses – Kyler has never seen NFL defenses besides his first action in preseason. It was one drive. Had a great drive, I'm going to be honest. So did Daniel and Jones. he didn't but, look to run. Didn't look to run. So hope, well, that, that's another thing I'm going to get up to. I feel like with this situation, Kyler is – Going to have to have the growing pains a rookie quarterback will feel come year one in the the NFL. Players are faster. Players are bigger. You know, they have a god-awful offensive line. They do. So he's going to probably going to have to start running for his life to extend plays to look down and feel the pass or take off and get a little five-yard scamper to start moving the chains. My thing for that is that, like you just said, Kyler did not look to run in preseason. Probably... Probably Kingsbury said, look, let's not look to run. What matters is you're on the field day one, not, you know, getting hurt in preseason. Which is another reason why I hate the preseason, because injuries can happen like that, and it screws everybody. It's why you don't have your fantasy draft. It's why you don't have your fantasy draft early in August. You have it literally between the last week of August and start the season. So, if he's not going to look to run, like you said, I feel like he's not going to contribute as much as he did in college. Okay. For the NFL on the ground. And then there's going to be growing pains with passing, obviously. Uh, obviously. There will always be growing pains when it comes to a rookie quarterback. I understand that. But here's my thing. When, and I don't want you to take this wrong way. And I don't Probably going to take it the wrong way. No, 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 no. It's not an insult. I'm saying I don't want you to take what I said in terms of he doesn't look to run the wrong way. And neither do I want the listeners. When I say he doesn't look to run, I mean he has poison in the pocket he sits there, he goes through his reads, and then he runs. He is the, He's a pass the first guy. Philadelphia Eagles' Michael Vick. And there was a very good segment on uh, Speak for Yourself. Um, they had Michael Vick on with Mar- Marcellus Wiley and um, Woody, uh, Damian Woody. And they were talking about Damian Kyler Murray. Woodley. Woodley. Damian Woody, I think his last name oh, okay. is. I'm pretty sure. Okay. You're thinking of Tyron Woodley, the UFC uh, fighter, maybe. Uh, but not. But they were talking about Kyler Murray, and that's one thing that they 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 emphasized on. He sits in the pocket. He has poise, and he doesn't look to run first. A lot of quarterbacks, Lamar Jackson, okay, uh, Michael Vick in his in his Falcon years, it was one read. It was one read, and if. If that guy was not open, he's gone. He's running. He's taken off. Okay? That's not what Kyler does. Kyler, in his whole entire football career, he's been poised, and then he runs. Now, did a little bit of research. Last year, to be top five, Andrew Luck was number five. He had 327 fantasy points. Okay? Last year. This is in a... Six points for a rushing touchdown, four points for a passing touchdown. Which okay? we both don't agree with. We touchdown. think it should be six and six, be six and six. Which would be even easier for Kyler to make the top five. But regardless, last year in college, okay, he had 4,361 passing yards, 1,001 rushing yards, 42 passing touchdowns, 12 rushing touchdowns, seven picks, okay, which would have totaled 500. Fantasy points. Clear number one fantasy player if he was if we took his points. Okay. They did say they were gaudy numbers. Yeah, which that's not gonna happen. He's not gonna put up those numbers. I, I just don't see it happening. 
ever. If there is somebody that could do it, though, I think it could be him. Okay? We didn't think Pat Mahomes could do what he did last year. No. But, That's why I went in the so 14th round. I, I, I modified the numbers a little bit to see what I can get to. So I took off – I gave him 3,700 passing yards this year, which is 661 less passing yards. I gave him 600 rushing yards, which is 400 less than he had in college. 30 touchdown passing. That's high. Which is 12, but that is 12 less passing touchdowns. I gave him eight rushing touchdowns, which is four less than he did in college. And I gave him 15 interceptions, which is an extra eight interceptions than he had in college. And that would get him 332 fantasy points, which would make him a top five fantasy quarterback. Now, in terms of rookie, okay, blah, blah, growing pains, da, da, da. Josh Allen, 89 carries last year, 631 rushing yards. Okay, and eight rushing touchdowns. So forget the passing. Let's talk about rushing because rushing always seems to be what will digress first when you move from college to the NFL, right? Running quarterbacks. Most of the time they try to make sure you're not running as much. Well, here's the thing. If a guy like Josh Allen can average seven yards a carry, okay, and get 631 passing yards, why would it be such an outstanding amount for Kylo to get 600 rushing yards? Because he's going to run a hell of a lot more. Than Josh Allen. He's going to in that Cliff Kingsbury offense. Okay, they're going to spread the ball around. Now, let's think what Josh Allen had. A shitty offensive line. No weapons. No running back. Shady was not good. You look at the Cardinals. Shitty offensive line. Larry Fitzgerald, Hakeem Butler, Andy Isabella, Christian Kirk. Pretty good weapons. Okay? And then you got David Johnson in the backfield. Okay? So... And I don't know about Cliff Kingsbury. I think he might he might be pretty damn good in the NFL. Do I think he's a better coach than um, McDermott? I don't know. But I think it will be a way more explosive offense. So I just think, like, if I'm comparing him to Josh Allen in terms of rushing ability, because nobody's going to be like Lamar Jackson. I don't want Kyler Murray only throwing the ball like 200 times a year. But – I just don't see why people can't be open to the fact of, of Kyler Murray honestly, easily can be considered as a top five quarterback. Those are your two numbers, Arena. Come on, bro. But is 3,700 passing yards, 600 rushing, is that a lot? Like the 4, only 4,100 total yards. Okay. 4,300 total yards. Pat Mahomes last year had 5,000 passing Mahomes yards. Mahomes is just different. You but can't put him in the same class. But here's the thing. We didn't Mahomes think, has better we, weapons. He had Kareem we Hunt for the first eight we weeks. We didn't think that Mahomes was going to be able to put up numbers like that. Did you? Nobody can sit here and tell no. me. No. Well, I thought Pat Mahomes was going to throw for 5,000 passing yards. Okay. I agree so with you. So who's to say what happens when Kyler Murray goes out and throws, scores five touchdowns in the first game? Just you like think Pat he's going to score five touchdowns in a first I'm game. saying, what happens if he does? Then everybody's going to be hopping on the train. I don't know. I should have listened. I should have did this. I should have done that. He's actually good. What if he does that? I don't know. What that's. Okay. I'll so tip my hat to you, Reno. It, I'll tip people, my hat to you. Maybe buy you a beer. People take the league by storm all the time. I'm not going to disagree with that. Pat Mahomes and Saquon Barkley took the league by storm. Okay. When, when um, Carson Wentz in his, you know, second year – of being a quarterback, almost an MVP, okay, took the league by storm, that Eagles team, okay? So these things, like people, Darius Leonard was a third-round pick, 
Or is he a second? No, he's a second round pick. He was all pro as a rookie. So probably should have got defensive player of the year, he, honestly. Yeah, well, he got defensive rookie of the year, so probably should have got defensive player. He probably should have, but you know. Who won it? The only defensive tackle in like the last twenty okay. years to so have I mean, twenty sacks. I mean Oh, that guy that Kyler Murray's gotta play twice a year. Well shit. Listen, dude, when it comes down to it, yes, Aaron Donald is a god, but I think those defenses are a little overhyped in terms of the 49ers. I think they're a little overhyped. Wow. But it's a lot of talent on that defense, Reno. There is a lot of talent on that defense, but here's the thing. It's not like he's on a team with no weapons where they have to they have to account for that. Well, the they argument you just made about Mahomes and him is really not comparable, in my opinion. Anybody can take the league by storm, though. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, well, Mahomes walked into a top three tight end. He made Tyreek Hill the number one fantasy wide receiver last year. He had a number three, top three running back last year until he was suspended. He's also much taller than Kyler. He can take hits better than Kyler. He also throws dolo passes and throws the ball left-handed, apparently, so... No, and he throws the ball farther than Kyler. I understand, but Kyler's got some zip on that ball, dude. He can have all the zip he wants, and I'm telling you right now, I'd much rather throw the ball downfield to Tyreek Hill than I would Larry Fitzgerald. I just, I can't wait. I can't wait till the season starts, because fantasy ride or die right here. You watch. Well, you'll be dying. Well, we'll see. Who's your first well, I would never put death on you, but your fantasy team will crumble yeah, if we'll you take him. We'll see. Okay, so, um... My first one is uh, prove me wrong that uh, was it. Prove me wrong or can, convince me why. Convince me why Derrick Henry can't finish top five in running backs. So the only thing that I have against Derrick Henry is he needs to get more volume. Okay, it, it's proven that when he gets the volume, he can work. He can put in work. He can he can put up points. He can put up yards. He can put up touchdowns. But it doesn't matter all the time if the stats show that when he gets more carries, he's more efficient. If the coach, Mike Vrabel, thinks that they have the best chance of winning by using Derrick Henry in a certain fashion and using Deion Lewis in a certain fashion, then that's what he's going to do. He doesn't care what, what Derrick Henry's stats are. He cares when it comes down to it. What do I think at this right moment will help the team? And that's what I'm scared of. I don't think he's going to get the touches. If he gets the touches, Frank, I agree with you. If he doesn't get the touches, there is no path. He doesn't catch the ball, okay, which therefore less opportunities for touchdowns. Limits him, I'll be honest. Okay, it does. So he is completely dependent on his volume. Derrick Henry is not, an, in my opinion, is not an explosive home run hitter. Did you not see his 99-yard touchdown run last year? Dude, his 90-yard touchdown last dude, year? But We were there when it happened. But, I'm pretty but sure I, it was but, against the Giants. Okay, but what I'm saying is, Frank, that's just – Derrick Henry at any moment cannot do what Saquon does, do what Alvin Kamara does. Do well, what I'm not putting Christian him McCaffrey in that does. class. I understand, but what I'm saying is those are elite home run hitters. Can Derrick Henry get into one? Sure. AP at this age – Still can get into one. He got a 95-yard touchdown run this year. So – but he is not considered an elite home run hitter anymore. So I don't think Derrick Henry is that elite home run hitter. So therefore, he is volume-based. He's like a tight end that is oh touchdown God. dependent. Jesus Christ. No, no, no. I'm saying like it, tight ends are one-dimensional most of the time. Unless you're Travis Kelsey or George Kittle, right? Or Zach Ertz. Or Zach Ertz. Or Gronk, right? In his, in his prime. Okay? Yeah. Okay. So 
It's almost like he's touchdown dependent, but in terms of volume, in my opinion. Okay, so you don't agree. I agree with you if he gets the touch touches. If he doesn't get the touches, then no. He's, All right, so I got. Base, he won't even be top ten. I got some facts. So, why I feel like he can be top five. Um, Zeke finished last year at three twenty nine, so that that was RB five. Kamara was three fifty four. So, I went and did a little little research. Um, I have a month to month breakdown. So September he got fifty four carries for one hundred sixty three yards, no touchdowns. October carries took a hit thirty yards. Thought, yeah, not thirty. Thirty carries, one hundred and ten yards, a three point seven yards. In the whole month of October. October, yes, there was three games. So we got ten carries basically. Uh, yeah, a that's game. a joke. It's a joke. Yeah. November we had we come up a little bit in the yardage, not the carries. Thirty four carries, four games. 161 yards. He ran to a 4.7 clip and three touchdowns. This but that's a, still awful volume. Not re- I mean, Four not, games, 34 touches? That's 34 carries? That's not a lot. Yeah. That's yeah. garbage. Okay. So here we go. We get to December, and this is when uh, Derrick Henry is Derrick Henry the way he should be from here on out. Five games, 97 carries, 625 yards, a 6.4 clip, eight touchdowns. So me and Mike, I was talking to Mike about this topic very heavily for the last few weeks. We started crunching numbers on it. If you give him the ball 18 to 25 more times a game, based off the nine games alone, those nine games where he didn't accumulate more than 11 carries in those games, it's another minimum 65 carries. Now, the games where he got 15 or more carries, which was in December, they went 4-1, and one, and he popped off. He literally took Mike to a championship. So the games he got, I believe it was, he said 15 or fewer, they had a losing record. So with that, if you can get him probably 100 carries more at the four-yard clip. That's a lot asking. That is a lot asking. Well, I mean, considering these numbers, it's really not because he's rushed the ball 30 times in three games in the month of October. I understand, but but when it comes down to it, like in that November, right, you said – he had 34 carries in four games. 34 carries in four but he, games. But, he, but his production was good. It was a yeah. yeah. Touchdowns three, really weren't there. No, but he had three touchdowns. It's a touchdowns every touchdown bad. every ten carries. So I mean, I mean, it's not that's not a trick. It's but, not awful. But what I'm but saying is he has to produce when with he, a little well, bit of carries. He gets. Clearly, he produced in December when he was actually fed the rock. So you want him to get another what is that? 16. So you want him another hundred carries in a 16 game season. So that would be what. Well, he total carries was... Like seven carries a game? Total carries was 215. So you that was total him, Yeah, carries. so you want 100 in... I want at least... I want him three north of 300 carries. So keep talking. Even at I, want two, fi- that, I want to do that math. Even at 215, he still averaged 4.9 yards a carry. Okay? If you give him the extra 400 yards, it puts him at 1459. I believe, if I'm not mistaken, that would have led the league in rushing. I believe he had... I think Zeke had 1300. That would have put him over Zeke. Well, my thing is, I just did the math, Frank. Six. You want him to get six more carries, not touches. Six more carries because he ain't going to get thrown the ball. Six these are, these are rushing attempts, Reno. I'm not yeah, talking about cut, catches or anything. So six more carries a game, that's a lot of carries. It's not that much game. early in the game, especially because they use Deion Lewis early on. But you're saying on. per game, that's a lot. You have to average six more carries a game. Okay. Still. So he has to average what last year he averaged almost. What's 215 divided by 16? 215 divided by 16. The answer will be here very quickly. 
This all numbers are also going to be inflated because he got the ball 97 times in a month. I know. So that's 13 carries a game. So you want He's him still under the clip I feel like he should get. I, I want him to get 18 to... touches, eighteen carries a game. That's a lot, dude. That's like... I can't... I can't I'm so disagree with no, that. that. I'm saying... I'm saying it's a lot to ask for the Tennessee Titans to increase on. I think Derrick Henry could handle it. I mean, the guy almost carried the ball 40 times a game at Bama. But... You're asking a team to now increase his load by six carries per game. It should be done. It should be done early, early, be, early and often. Just feed him the rock. So you in the think first it will half. be done? It should be done. That's why I think Vrabel is taking the careful cautiousness with him this preseason with the calf. So you think Vrabel will do this? I believe so because if you can see all the numbers, the last five fucking games, the guy literally <laughs> he was the best running back in football the last month. He I was. Agree with you, but coaches are weird, bro. Well. Anyway, so if we do the math, then he gets a, gets the extra 100 carries and can convert those 100 carries into four yards a clip and get the 1459. It would have took him to 331 fantasy points. It's not even including extra touchdowns because an extra 100 carries on that, it's probably a lot more, a little more. But that would have taken past Zeke because Zeke, he would have made him two points higher than Zeke, which is why he would be number five. I think it's fair, but it's all predicated on if the Tennessee Titans let him loose. Well, do we got to start the free Derrick Henry chant? I don't think he. I don't think they're gonna do it. Well, they should do it, and that's my. I agree um, with you. They one hundred percent should do it, but I think Vrabel's finally seen what he fucking has in Derrick Henry after dicking around for the first three months. You hope so. Yeah. You, you you hope so. All I right. think people are cautious about him because of the amount of carries he took at Bama, but well, he's had we'll plenty of time to rest. Yeah, yeah, that's a fact. What do you got for your next one? Uh, the next one is, um, you said something about, it was Cooper Cup. Oh, yeah. Frank loves Cooper Cup. So, I want Frank to convince me why Cooper Cup should be taken, uh, or could finish as a top 25 receiver. He's probably going to finish higher than that, if we're being honest. Anyway. I don't know. I'm not big on them Rams. Played seven games last year. 40 catches, 566 yards. That's 14.2 yards a catch. Six touchdowns. First seven games he played. He went down week nine. He missed a game prior to that. So when he went down in week eight, he was the number two wide receiver in fantasy football. Okay, he led, uh, where is it? When he went down, he was leading the team in targets, yards, and touchdowns. That's a team with Brandon Cooks, who takes the top off, Robert Woods, who pretty much does it all. And he was... Obviously, out-targeting Todd Gurley out of the backfield. Had more receiving touchdowns than Todd Gurley. Whatever. As we've seen and as we've talked about, this has been a growing concern with us that what the fuck's going to happen with the reigning, you know, probably best running back in football besides Saquon and Todd Gurley. You know, he was a consensus number one overall pick last year. And nobody knows what the fuck's going on. They don't know if they're going to use him as much, use him as little, a little more. So with that, I feel like golf... He's going to throw the ball a lot more. McVay came out and said he got out coached in the Super Bowl. You don't think he did his homework and learned from that? Because he did. He's, a, he's literally obsessed with it. He's obsessed with the fact that he lost to Bill Belichick. So with that, I feel like with the whole Todd Gurley thing, golf having to sh- throw more, Cup coming back after what was on pace to be a top five season, I can just 100% see that. And... Cup gets more red zone targets than both Cooks and Woods combined. So, Cup has proven that he's the red zone target. 
I mean, I don't know what else I have to say. I mean, here's my thing. You can't, you can't, you can't tell me that Cooper Cup would have kept the pace for the next seven games that he missed, right? So he missed seven games. No, he missed more than that. You said he went down in week nine. He only played seven games. They had a bye. Played seven games. So he played seven missed games. eleven games. So he missed eleven games. No, no, no. Take uh, nine games. Sorry. Nine games. Okay. Yeah. Not good with math. So nine games. Okay. What makes you think that Cooper Cup is going to be able to continue that type of massive production? Look at Adam Thielen last year was the number one by far fantasy player at the time. Okay, and fantasy wide receiver for what? First eight nine weeks. Nine weeks. And then it just... And Cup was right behind him. But then with more just, touchdowns. But then it just flipped. It just flipped. A switch flipped. I think that had something to do with the offensive coordinator getting fired. I understand. No. Well, he got fired after this shit started happening. After this shit started happening, he got fired. But what I'm saying is a talented, uh, an absurdly more talented Adam Thielen over Cooper Cup. I think we can... I'm not putting them in the same class. Exactly. So You literally asked me if he can be top 25. But what I'm saying is Adam Thielen, a, a talent like him, could not elongate, even if it was the coach, whether it was or not, he couldn't elongate throughout a whole season that type of just massive production. He still had a great year. But you physically cannot put up massive, massive numbers unless you're an absolute freak. Well, in this and offense, he can, Reno. But I just don't think... He, no, he's not going to see a double team at all. But you're telling me he's going to put up... Consistent numbers such as a Odell Beckham Jr. or a Julio Jones. I didn't say he was going to be top ten. But what I'm you asked me if he was going to be more than top twenty-five, and I've given you information where he one hundred percent is going to be more than top twenty-five. I understand that, but here's the thing: we don't know what that other nine games would have looked like. What if he put up one, one to two more touchdowns, and he only put up, let's say, he caught for twelve hundred yards? Okay, now you're putting him in a top twelve guy. But 1,200 yards, and let's say he had five touchdowns. So that's 11 touchdowns. So now you're putting him in a top eight guy. No, 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 no. No, five total touchdowns. He already had six week seven. Okay, so seven then total. You're going to give him one more touchdown the rest of the year. Who knows, dude? I'm saying I don't think Cooper Cup is the, has the elongated ability to be a, a stud as a Julio Jones, Michael Thomas, Adam Thielen. And again, uh, I'm going to go back. You said he... Just proved me he's going to be top twenty-five, and I definitely have done that. But the thing you're, is, you're asking if he's going to be top ten right now. That's that's a lo- no. I am saying, Frank, that is a long. How many games? Seven games. Yeah. So he was averaging ninety yards a game. <laughs> ninety yards a game, and probably three and a touchdown of a, a game. Three quarters almost. of a touchdown. Yeah. So we'll say a touchdown. A touchdown a game, ninety yards, and how many catches? He had forty catches in the first seven games. Okay, so he's averaging what? Eight, car- eight catches and seven catches a game? That's absurd! Well, yeah, he's benefiting from them having to worry about Gurley, worry about the guys on the outside. But he did, did he do that the year before? He was game a rookie! Plans changed, though. Game he plans, was a rookie! Game plans change, though. Game plans change from year to year. What the defenses throw at you changes from year to year. What if they see? You don't think if, if, if the defense, a defense like Bill Belichick or, or, or these high IQ minded uh, defensive coordinators aren't going to say, you know what? Analytics show that Cooper Cup is, is, is Jared Goff's favorite target, which I agree. I think he is. You don't think they're going to try to take him away? Then they're going to get burned by the other two guys or Gurley or Darnell not, Henderson. That's not a guarantee. 
Yes, it is. It's not a guarantee. How are you going to sit here and tell me it's not? How is that a guarantee? There's so many weapons on that offense. Somebody's going to get burned by somebody. There's been so many weapons on plenty of offenses. Well, okay, name me one. How do you think the Browns are going to do this year? You think they're going to be super explosive and make the Super Bowl? Because they got an explosive-looking offense? I think weapons? that has more to do with Freddie Kitchens and a lot of egos in that locker room. Okay, but but that's the same thing. It's a lot of ta- – the, the talent on that Browns team is a lot more talented than the Rams. I'm not going to argue that, but all these guys are de- drafted pretty much by the Rams besides Cooks and Woods. I understand that, but the point – and those are two big pieces, by the way, in that offense. Okay. But it's the two best wide receivers. But Coop, Cooper Cup is probably better than both No, he's not, though. He's okay. not. He hasn't put up the production like they have. And again, I'm gonna just say I'm gonna I'm gonna say this, and I'm gonna be done with it. You told me to prove you why he's top twenty five. I did that. You gave me a scenario why he could be top twenty five. Oh my god! You gave me a scenario. All right, so tell me why he's not gonna be top twenty five. Besides the fact he's coming off the ACL injury, that's all you got. Pretty much. Okay, (laughs) but that's a big thing, dude. You should know off the rip. Like coming back from ACL is not like a walk in the park. So. When I say like well, your tunnels will drill properly, it is. <laughs> yeah, right. But here, I don't know. I just not I'm not a big fan of Cooper Cup at all. Moving on, my last one is uh, we're talking about Aaron Rodgers. Um, I don't know how much you agree with this. I don't know if you do or don't, but prove me wrong that Aaron Rodgers uh, won't. Well, how, how am I going to wear this? Prove me just. Tell me why Aaron Rodgers will be in the top ten, because I do not think he will be in the top ten. <sighs> well, Frank, you're asking me why arguably the most talented quarterback of our generation, talent-wise, not success, but talent, will not finish top ten. Yes. So he will not score. I mean, i got to find that number of, of he how he will not score, but... Let's just let's just take and look back. What do you want to look back? We're in the 2018 season. I'll look. How about we look back six years? Okay, because no matter what you say, two years. Okay, last year I don't care. Yeah, he played whoop de doo, but he was hurt all year. There was something wrong with his knee. They don't want to say there was, but they want to say it was just a calf. That's bullshit. He had something wrong with his knee, and then the year before he was hurt. Okay, he only played in seven games. You want to talk about a quarterback that is available? 16 games last year, 7 games the year before, 16, 16, 16. Okay? So the last five years, four, he's played every single game. Okay? Now, the most important thing in fantasy football is what? Availability. Okay? And he don't miss games unless he is absolutely... Just unable to play. He will play her as he showed last year. So, in the past five years, he has had 354 fantasy points, 301 fantasy points, 380 fantasy points. The year he was out, 129, and 312. Okay? Those are averages of 22 per game, 18 per game. These are in four, four points for a touchdown. 22 points per game, 18 points per game, 23 points per game. The year he got hurt, 18 and a half points per game, and then 19 and a half points per game last year. How is a guy that puts up almost 20 points a game for the past five years finish outside the top 10? Hold on, I need to do one more look up something really quickly. 
because I have complete answers to your rebuttal. One second. Computer wants to take long ass time. Okay, well, for starters, he's 35. Okay. He's Brady's 42. Brady's different. He doesn't move like Rodgers does, but so that still. argument's irrelevant. But they're both... Rodgers literally makes plays with his feet. Yeah, but he is... Okay, he's not a stud in the pocket now, I guess, but... No, he is, but it's not the point. He, make, he makes up for it by extending the play and throwing on the run. He's the best quarterback outside the pocket, QBR-wise, so I'm not going to argue that. However, age is going to definitely be somewhat of a concern for me. I think his mobility is eventually going to start to diminish later this year. Uh... O-line is just god-awful right now. One one more thing. Yes. Past five years, Aaron Rodgers, if we if we took the past five Aaron Rodgers seasons, other than the one he got hurt, okay, he would have finished top ten every single year. He finished top ten every single year. He finished top five every single year, but we'll take last year, for instance. Top ten every single year. Continue. Okay. Thank you. Um, O-line has been depleted. Can, is there any re- rebuttal on that or no? I wouldn't say depleted. It's there are some injuries, yeah, but I wouldn't say depleted. This is probably the worst offensive line he's played with. Okay. Is that wrong to say or no? Uh, he's had some very good offensive lines. So, so this is... I mean, it's hard to live up to that hype, but sure. Okay. Um, He's got one real weapon on the outside. One real weapon. That's, that is... I don't agree with that. Well, you have two guys that you have you have arguably themselves. You have arguably... Okay, I don't think he is, but you have arguably... Okay. The, the best wide receiver in the NFL on a per game basis. Okay. okay. Touchdown per game basis. Yes. That's what. Well, that's any, any, anything. He was the highest fantasy wide receiver last year, points per game, every single week. Yeah. Literally, one through okay. 16. That's fine. But that, okay. that's what you get with Rodgers. He does favor one guy besides okay. years, Randall okay. Cobb and Jordy Nelson. Geronimo Allison is not a scrub. He's a good number two. Okay. Is he a good number two or they're, is he more saying, of a three? They're saying Marquez Valdez Scantling is is could push him for that number two spot. That's just hype. So you have two number twos, okay? You have uh Aaron Jones, who's probably the best running back he's ever had there, other than maybe the one year with Eddie Lacy. The one year. Lacey, Eddie Lacy had, had one two good year. decent years. He had one g- g- very good year where he finished like in the top five in fantasy. Rookie. And then the year after uh, still yeah, start. Yeah. yeah. Like it was nah. Okay? So I think he's got his best, arguably his best running back that he's ever had. Who actually has never gotten a chance really to show it due to coaching. Okay, and he still has Jimmy Graham. Jimmy Graham. Yeah, when is but he's Rogers, still Jimmy Graham, when though. When is Aaron Rodgers he used touchdowns. tight end? Didn't he catch 10 touchdowns? He had two last touchdowns year? last year. Dude, I don't know. Go look that up. Come back to me. I don't think. Uh, dude, he's still a red zone threat, though. You see what I'm saying? Like he had he two has touchdowns. Weapons. Clearly, he's not a red but zone threat. He has threat. weapons, dude. He has weapons. You're saying he has nothing. Jimmy Graham's a done. Over. No, he's not. He's not done, over. Dude. Overrated, no, done. That's why he's not even getting drafted. No, he's not. He's not done, dude. He's still Jimmy. He's Graham. not even in the top fifteen, dude. Aaron Rodgers makes people work, dude. Like My last does. point. Aaron Rodgers had how many touchdowns last year? You know what was it? Twenty five. It was his lowest, but how 25? many interceptions did he have? Two. Irrelevant. Okay. Irrelevant. Twenty five. There was relevant. Fifteen more quarterbacks had more passing touchdowns than Aaron Rodgers okay, last year. Okay, who had less interceptions? Okay, whatever. That's this doesn't matter. When it comes to fantasy football, touchdowns he give you points. He was still a top ten quarterback last year. Yeah, he was number on six. On a bum leg. Okay. And he only threw twenty five touchdowns. The team is depleted. So you think he's going to throw less than twenty five touchdowns? This I'm just year? saying he's not going to be top ten. That's impossible, though. If he's going to throw less touch, if, if he's going to throw the same or more, you know, he had a career low in completion percentage besides his first two years in the league. 
Thank you. Continue, please. Continue. And he still finished top six. Continue. You know that he's starting to decline a little bit. But the but the point is, Frank, he had a career low of completion percentage. Mm-hmm. It was probably one of his top three career low for touchdowns. Okay, twenty five. It was somewhere. It's got to be in his top. Okay, yep. so he had all these career lows, and he still finished top six, and he was hurt. So I just don't it's see. My feeling. I just don't see. Listen, you can have a gut feeling, no doubt, that he might not finish top ten. But there's no clear path where he can't finish top ten unless he gets hurt. It's just my feeling, Reno. I just gotta. That, you know. Hey, you can have a gut feeling. You have the right for that. But I just don't see the clear path to the possibility. He also threw the ball. Being, threw the ball second most times in his career last year. Okay, because of the bum leg. Well, why is he throwing that much? Like, why? They, dude, because last year, Aaron Jones, when did he get freed? Really didn't and they get had freed. Mike he McCarthy. Got he got hurt. But they had Mike McCarthy, too. This is a whole new offense. This is a guy that you... Mike McCarthy, you think, was the problem last year? Last year, I do. Last year, I do. I think tensions were, were, were rising in Green Bay for the past eight years. Okay? But... I think they just got so bad to the point where they were just like, I can't take it no more. And it was just a dysfunctional offense. It's a new coach. Aaron Jones is going to be the lead back. You have the best wide receiver in fantasy football, arguably. You have two good receiving options behind him. I just don't see any clear path. Like I would bet any amount of money that Aaron Rodgers, with, with an insurance policy that he doesn't get hurt, Finishes outside the top ten. It's almost impossible. It's he's literally close to impossible as anything can be. So what's more, what, what's more probable, Rogers outside the top ten or Kyler number five? What's more probable? Yeah, Kyler Murray in the top five. Oh, wow. Okay. I hope everybody knows this is just like takes we take on and just we we like to debate some stupid shit sometimes. Absolutely, but, but that's one hundred percent. Yeah, I think Kyler Murray will finish top five before Aaron Rodgers finishes. Outside, outside the top, top 10. 10. 100%. Wow. 100%. Not so, even a question. So what's going to happen when he finishes outside the top 10 and Kyler's not top 5? Then you would be correct. That's all I needed to hear. But it's huh? just not going to happen. Okay. <laughs> I'll make a bet on that if you'd like. Uh, I mean, why do we gotta always make a bet on shit? I'm just saying. Like, we're both broke-ass <laughs> kids right now, and we're doing this for fucking free, and we're going to start betting like fuck. But the point is, like, until I see a clear path. He, dude, he's got to put up like 15 touchdowns. He's already said he doesn't agree with the offense. He wants to have full control at the line of scrimmage. And that's been a big debate this offseason at camp. And guess what? What? He will because he's Aaron Rodgers. He'll do it on his own. Okay. What are you going to do, sit Aaron Rodgers? Huh. Probably not, but there's going to... We'll, we'll see how well that goes in Green Bay. They'll Probably tear down gonna, Lambeau Field. They're not going to sit him, but there's definitely going to be some... Again, growing pains with the new system. But it doesn't matter because you know what? If your name is Tom Brady, if your name is... If Tom Brady walked in because he felt like uh, Josh McDaniel's shit smelled too bad in the fucking locker room, Tom Brady goes up to Robert Kraft and says, I want Josh McDaniel's fired. Hire this guy instead. Guess what's going to happen? Absolutely, son. Absolutely, son. Well. <laughs> and, and, and Josh McDaniels will be on his way out the door, probably going to be a head coach somewhere, and they'll get a new offensive coordinator. Because those guys run the team. They run the team. I'm telling you right now, Aaron Rodgers made that decision. 
that McCarthy got fired. Tom Brady was probably very close to saying, cut Bill Belichick loose when he wanted to trade Brady a couple years ago and keep and start with the Garoppolo dynasty. It was almost between Brady and Belichick. Who's going? Robert Kraft's going to say, absolutely, son, I would never do anything like that to you. That is his son. Tom Brady is the son of Robert Kraft. He made... The Patriots. And, and the it, Patriots were wait, dog wait, shit. What, what's Bill Belichick? The uh, the, the, the crazy, like step cra- uncle. crazy uncle step uncle Bill. Mm-hmm. Come on, dude. Because there's Tom no, Brady. There's no created the Patriots. There's no dynasty. Belichick without Brady, and there's no Brady Absolutely. without Belichick. Absolutely. But guess what? Who reaps the benefits? Robert Kraft. Well, yeah, and who is who is more expendable? The greatest quarterback of all time, or the greatest coach of all time? The greatest coach. That's of all time. up for a debate. It's it's just up for a debate. Who would I side with? Bill Belichick is Brady's forty-two. Yeah, but who's Robert Kraft going to side with? Some guy got him six Super Bowls. You have to think it was all Tom. I mean, listen, as you munch on the Twizzler, Tom Brady. I think Tom Brady. Given listen, it was a perfect storm. Before we go, Tom Brady. And Bill Belichick. Bill Belichick gave him the opportunity. I think if someone else, like-minded, like Bill Belichick, Sean Payton, I think could have could have did a good job with Tom Brady. Look what he did with Drew Brees. Parcells. Drew Brees. Drew Brees. When Drew Brees got in the league, San Diego Chargers. They're pretty good. They weren't bad. That LT. That LT guy. Broke his collarbone, right? Had to get shoulder surgery. Was it a collarbone? Yes. Yeah. He broke it twice, actually. I thought he this was, was the first time. Did he tear his knee in the ACL in the NFL, or did he do that in no, college? That was in college. Okay. Torres Labrum broke his collarbone. Nobody thought he was going to ever do well again. This dude's arm was literally fucking cockeyed. Oh, I... Like, that shit was gross. Yeah. Goes to the Saints. What does he do? Wins the Super Bowl. Got to have at least five NFC Championship appearances. I think he's got the record for most passing <laughs> yards. <laughs> um, he has... The most passing yards, I think, in a, in, in a career. In a single season and in a career, I believe. Yeah, he also has the best throw, uh, completion percentage in a single season. I think it was like 74 and a half. Stupid. Okay. And I think he has the all-time career completion percentage. So, like, this man was down in the dumps. Chargers didn't re-sign him. They drafted Philip Rivers. Okay? Yeah. You wanted the young guy, whatever, that wasn't completely Well, I'm, I'm pretty sure Breeze played Rivers' rookie year. He did, because he played against... Yes, I remember. I was in Baltimore. I was watching the Chargers and the Giants. And Eli, I believe, played that game. It was either Eli played that, or it was the second year Eli took over the reins, and then they were playing... Uh, yeah, it was Eli's second year, actually. It was Eli's second year. They were playing in San Diego, and Breeze was still the QB. Pretty sure. I want to throw this out there really quick, Frank, before we go. Okay. Super hypothetical. Okay. Oh, God, where the fuck is going? Daniel Jones, Dwayne Haskins, Drew Locke. If they all play the same amount of games, who scores the most fantasy points? Because I think Daniel Jones is going to play at least 10 games this year. I think Dwayne Haskins and Drew Locke will both play. Uh, Drew Locke, maybe maybe 8. Dwayne Haskins will probably play You're really play not like giving 12. Flacco any credit, are you? Dude, it's just like I think Elway is is under the microscope. Flacco has never pressure. had the receivers he's had. 
I understand, but right he's going to be pressured. Always going to be pressured. They go on three. Drew Locke's going in the game. Drew Locke didn't look good the first. Doesn't week. matter. Frank fans want the young gun. To answer your question, I feel like Daniel Jones has the intangibles to have more numbers. I now I think Drew Locke being a gunslinger, he could definitely with those. I think Dwayne Haskins is by far the lowest. I feel like Haskins is the lowest, but he's also he's in the worst position. Yes, with the with, with especially with the weapons around him. But ha- I watched the tape on Haskins, and I know he threw two picks, but there was some very professional throws I saw him make. So there's definitely room he's one for dimensional. yes, there's room for Washington fans to be excited about Haskins. I not feel like fantasy fans. I feel like not fantasy fans. I feel like Haskins is more like in the early stages of the Big Ben era. When Big Ben Okay, came, yeah, you know where he's I mean? not really fantasy relevant. He's not really right? fantasy relevant. He's got a big arm, but... He's not as mobile. Not as, as mobile, but that's my take. I Maybe feel like, a Drew Brees. Not don't, mobile. Don't get... No, no. Taskin's a 6'5". I know, but I'm saying in terms of pocket. He's a pocket. He's a pure pocket passer. You want to compare him with Tom Brady, too, while we're at it? Well, maybe coming out. He's better than Tom Brady coming out. But. I mean, he was in the first round. I hope he is. <laughs> yeah, right? But I think Daniel Jones, dude. I, I, I think could... If We're he not starts being, week got, one, Frank, do you see him he's not starting start for somebody? One. No, I'm just saying. Okay, if he plays 10 games, Frank, do you think he can be in someone's starting lineup in fantasy football? No. Not right now. Next year, Nobody. When, next year when they get wide receivers back, yeah. Well, what if... I'm saying what if Sterling Shepard's back, Golden Tate will be back Golden, by then? By the way, Golden Tate has he been officially suspended, suspended yeah. for the first four games. Just That's going to hurt. It's going to hurt. No, it's going to help. You know why? Wow, you're really... Like, you're such a shitty Giants fan. I want Daniel Jones. Golden Tate. You think... Golden John, Tate being out is not going to help you. You think Mr. Mara gives a fuck what Ryan Serino wants? It doesn't matter. It's what the fucking booing fans and the fucking people asking for refunds on their goddamn... And they're not going to get them, but it's going to be just massive season ticket holder. I'm a season off. ticket holder. I will not but, ask for a refund. But I'm saying people are going to be pissed, dude. If they go 0-3, you're not going to be screaming for Daniel Jones? No, at that point I'm going to be hoping they tank for us so we can get a fucking wide receiver in the building. Mm, <laughs> or a defensive line. Jerry Judy? Judy's a stud. Yeah, Runs a little weird. I don't want Runs a little weird. A uh, 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 wide receiver in the top ten. If he's the next Odell Beckham, I do. Yeah, well, it's <laughs> big shoes to fill. He's getting comps to Odell already. It's, it's too big shoes to fill. Wow. You cannot. You cannot. Too big in the field or too big in the ego. Both. I don't think there could be a bigger ego than Odell, and I don't think I'm going to see in my lifetime another Odell Beckham Jr. Okay, well, we'll just sign A.J. Green. He is a generational We'll sign talent. A.J. Green and draft him in a linebacker. That I would like. Okay. That I would fuck with heavy. Okay. Sign A.J. Green. I'll take a chance on him. 11 mil a year. And, which is fair. And you get Sterling Shepard, Golden Tate, A.J. Green, Everett oh, Ingram, God. Saquon. Oh, my God. Yeah, then, then we're talking Daniel Jones. Very D-line relevant. Is, D-line is good. D-line's Maybe okay. add Clowney. It's good. It's D-line's good enough. Okay. But we, we talked B.J. about. B.J. Hill's a stud. Dexter Lawrence, I think, is going to be very good. We'll see what Zimenez brings. He's turned into a Giants podcast. Have the second best uh, <laughs> defensive tackle in football with Dalvin Tomlinson. He's a beast. Dude, him and B.J. Hill both had like eight sacks last year. It's yeah. absurd. Yeah. Now you add Dexter Lawrence to that crew? I mean, and that offensive line? Offensive line's better. That's why I Top feel five like, offensive line. That's why I feel like Saquon's just even primed for a better year. So, Don't We're, believe that hype with the weapons bullshit. Stack in the box, blah, blah, blah. Uh, Saquon no. Barkley ain't. A normal run. Saquon back. faced eight in the box last exactly. year. Got hit five yards deep and he, still last, had two thousand yards. Last year, I think he he was it was uh, him and some like freaky like weird person that you wouldn't expect that faced the most stacked fronts. It was Derrick Henry? 
No, no, dude. It was somebody that you wouldn't think would get stacked fronts. It was like, uh, was it Philip Lindsay? I think it was Philip Lindsay. I think it was Philip Lindsay. Like somebody that you wouldn't per se think that a stacked box would be up against, but it was like Philip Lindsay, I think Carrion Johnson and Saquon Barkley. Oh, wasn't Lindsay, the same, wasn't it Naseem Hines too? Naheem Hines, maybe. Yeah, it's weird, dude. I think that was stacked box in the red zone. Maybe, maybe. I but saw I, that I just stack. think Saquon Barkley can can surpass a stacked box. Like He's shown he could. Like, so, with that, we're all done here. Reno, you got any parting gifts to, right. for, for our fellow fans? That's all fans? I got. That's all, all I got, got for today. All right, everybody. Uh, with this episode, I am Fantasy Frank. I'm Ryan Serena. Have a great day. Thank you for listening.